we actually have four divisions under one roof. We have personal care, we have traditional home health care, we have kind of a transitional care program as well with an NP, and we also have hospice uh, that way too. We have approximately 125 staff, um, PRN, full-time, part-time, both clinical and non-clinical. Wow. I have five direct reports that uh, are responsible for acquiring referrals from the community in the business development aspect of the game that way, including four hospital systems, ILFs, memory cares, independent uh, uh, livings, residential homes, all, all servicing an area of 9,300 square miles, which is about the size of Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Delaware combined. What's the best thing about serving adults, senior adults? I believe my why is really about protecting. Um, I'm not a really natural caregiver. Uh, I'm not the natural nurturing type. I'm a good husband, don't get me wrong. But uh, I'm not the natural caregiving type. And so I've, I've really kind of gravitated toward more of a protecting a vulnerable population, and that is seniors for me. Um, and I've got intense opinions about that. I've actually been the president of a group called Uniting New Mexicans Against Adult Abuse here in New Mexico. Wow. So exploit, uh, exploitation, abuse, and neglect are really high on my, my charge that way to make sure. And preventive measures, frankly, to keep them safe at home uh, is really appropriate uh, for us to do and guard as we care for the senior care population. Well, uh, first of all, uh, on the site issue, as far as uh, your own internet site and so forth, it should be informative and educational and, and if possible, linked to other nonprofit organizations. I like to do that uh, when I can, including legal, medical, uh, informational um, modifications and so forth and so on. As for the confusing part of that question, I'm not sure why it's confusing. It's, it's always changing. Uh, I had an old pastor friend of mine say once, the only people that like change are wet babies. And uh, that may be true for senior adults as well, but it's gonna be ever changing what we do. We've, we've obviously been through some massive, massive changes uh, expedited over the last few months, but the creative, juices and the innovative things that are happening right now are really positively mind-blowing and uh, that's what's exciting about it. Uh, best we can, we all need to be nimble. We all need to use that overword pivot word, overused pivot uh, word to really kind of make sure we're solving the new challenges and opportunities that we have in front of us. There are so many unsung and sung heroes, uh, frankly. I think the group uh, I think about most are the professional non-medical caregivers, honestly, and the family caregivers that are out there. In the millions, obviously, we're 60, 70, 80 million people are actually doing caregiving. I think without them, homes would be less safe. People would go without food, um, cleanliness, and medication reminders, and, and we'd have a, a bigger, bigger mess than we do have right now in terms of unnecessary hospitalizations. Uh, in terms of People that I've worked with, I think of my friend Karen Cooper, who I texted yesterday, lost her nephew. Uh, really sad thing at age 32, um, but she's a licensed, licensed insurance agent and Medicare, or Medcare is what it is. Um, but she just selflessly gives her time uh, that way to uh, her own family members. I think of Ron Hidalgo, friend of mine who is the executive director of a place called Silver Horizons, New Mexico, which feeds about 3,000 seniors every month with about 20 uh, mobile food pantries that way too. Um, I think of Duffy Swan, uh, an older mentor friend of mine who started a place called the Grief Resource Center here in New Mexico. 
just so people do have a place to go in a massive situation like we're experiencing right now of loss, uh, whether it's death or divorce or that sort of thing. Um, it's, it's a great thing that he's done. I think of a friend named Mary Martinez, who is the uh, owner of Home Instead Senior Care here in town. She's been an advocate for seniors for really 30 years since she graduated from New Mexico State University in Las Cruces. But um, she's just a, you, you gravitate toward people that you really know are, are in it for the right reasons in senior care. And she certainly is uh, that way, safeguarding seniors along the way. I think of another Mary, uh, Mary Shortell, who runs a nonprofit uh, apartment complex uh, with AHEPA. If you've never heard of that, that's the American Hellenic Educational Progressive Association. And it's been around since 1922 and, and they're uh, in different states and so forth. But she runs this place for underserved uh, seniors that way. Does a great job. The, the apartments are clean. It's dignified way of, of living even though they're subsidized by AHEPA itself. And I could go on and on with people that I know here and, and around the country uh, that are really gifted in, in senior care and they've all left their own thumbprints um, and using their lives to better the lives of the seniors around us. I think we need to continually ask um, if we're in the industry to make a difference. I think passions wane and burnout happens, um, but our real circumstances are always changing. It's like the touch-free thermometers that we have out there. We always have to kind of take our temperature and see, you know, how we're feeling. Do we still resonate? Uh, do we still vibrate? And it's, it's not the coffee, uh, you know, in terms of taking care of the senior population. It's such a vulnerable one, but we have to have a really a sense of calling to really make a difference that way. Uh, we all know that when you work your passion, you know, you work better. Uh, that way too. So, and we'll all have challenging, bad, frustrating days, but in the cumulative look, when you really look at your life and the end of the day, um, are you vocationally present? And uh, if not, explore what makes you vocationally present um, and make a difference that way. I think my best and favorite way to celebrate a win is really sitting around a fire pit at night uh, with my wife, uh, drinking a glass of red wine. I, I've had heart issues. I have heart disease. So, hey, it's good for me. Don't judge. Uh, in the workplace, I celebrate wins by really um, writing either by hand or email or text just unexpected compliments. I think those are really, really powerful to, to folks. I think the best kind of note is, is simple but specific, um, and it's just totally unexpected. Um, and I really love to do that and love to see people just kind of light up and be encouraged by that. One of my favorite quotes on compliments is by a faith-based writer named Robin Kramer. And she says, unexpressed gratitude is like winking at somebody in the dark. You know how you feel about them, but they don't. And I think, that's a, just a great way of just kind of encapsulating why it's important to encourage everybody right now, especially right now during these kind of tough times. Uh, the power and in and and power and unexpected of an unexpected compliment, I think, should really never be underestimated. It'll help our work situation, helps us be human and kind, and and after all, we are humankind, and and uh, it reminds us why we're all in this together. God bless. Absolutely. Thank you.